Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. I was just telling Laura that yesterday I was walking into Rite Aid to buy deodorant and candy. And I literally was reading an article about Omicron. Of course, some New York Magazine article. You're just staying up to date. I love you also being like, I'm not like getting too intense about it. Like I'm not, but you're truly up to date on every newest release. Yeah, I'd like to know. You're like an Associated Press release straight to the phone. I want to know what's coming. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not like, it's not like last year where I'm like on in a place of en masse. You're not, you're in a place of en masse infection, but not like en masse death. But you're still channeling a little bit of en masse energy. That's okay. Yeah, I think it, everyone, is, it I think, is what it is. I think a majority accept... of people are in a place of en masse right now. Um, no? I'm not. Well, not you, obviously, but like a lot of people. I like to keep, I keep an eye on a few things on socials, but... I just tend to avoid the news at this point. Anyway, Anyways, I'm wearing on. my Birkenstocks, wearing my was, Alexander you got Wang. What was coming I got to what you. was coming. Karma got its kiss for me. Karma, karma did what karma was. Ka- to I do. will rue the day. I just suddenly stepped up onto one of those like horrific parking lot stone gardens that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, like by like the big. What are they called? 
parking lot lights, street lights. <laughs> you know those big lights? Yeah, like, like a curb. Yeah, and I fucking ate shit. And it was like broad daylight horror. Just me on Fairfax and Sunset going into Ryder. Just, and I literally went, oh! And I, <laughs> and I went down. And I've already injured my wrists a month ago from falling. And I did it again on two wrists. And I swear I thought I dislocated my shoulder. And I was just like, I was just on the ground. And I like, no one was in the parking lot. But I was just imagining someone driving down Fairfax and turning and just seeing this like tall gay fucking pancaking on the ground. (laughs) And then I was like on the ground for a moment and literally went like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm being earnest when I say this. I literally went, oh. Yeah, it's harrowing to fall. I truly felt like Miranda and and just like that. Mm-hmm. Just being a hot mess. I can't run anymore. This is why I stopped running. This is My why knees. I stopped running. But I was just like, <laughs> looked around and, and I felt such shame about falling. It's shameful. I went home and burst into tears at home. <laughs> You're a sensitive soul at the end of the day. But anyway, that's I'm just like, I have no mystery. And I'm literally just like a fucking you know mudslide of a of a person you have no mystery we're talking about the hot bubble Laura's dealing with something okay so in dating (laughs) I'm starting to realize that there are people who are very attractive and that you're sexually attracted to and while they may be sexy and hot sometimes there are people who are sexy and hot and sexually attractive who are really dumb like Mm -hmm. where you think at first you're like it's cute how dumb they are and then you start to realize you think maybe some things that they're doing are like sinister to you like if they blow you off or they're flaky or like actions that you would be like why are Mm. you doing this to me are you trying to fuck with me like you playing games but then they're not you they're not they're just so stupid that they can't (laughs) activate yeah and then you realize that and you're like Oh, but you're hot, so I thought you were sinister when actually you're just And that's their dumb. power. And that's their power. And that's like they're doing they're out there doing this to everyone. Like you're not special in that situation. No. They're gonna and that's like the comforting thing is like they're going to do this to other people. And I, I bet a lot of you listening, people are doing this to you right now. You might be doing it to someone. Yeah. And you might be the dumb I don't one. think I don't, I don't think, think any of our listeners true, are dumb. I don't think yeah, I really don't think we have dumb listeners. No, we don't. We have like the smartest listeners ever. They really understand. And this is like lawyers. not a podcast for dumb people. No. People that are dumb would listen to this podcast and be like, I don't get it. And then they would move on to like a different podcast. I saw someone tweet the other day, what's what the F is a sexy, unique podcast? Exactly. Exactly. Literally. If you have to ask. What everyone in the world is asking themselves right now. <laughs> We're on everyone's lips. For your life. <laughs> for your life. But Google it for your life. Google it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's true. You're They live in like a hyper bolic or not hyperbolic hyper (laughs) what is that called hyper that kind of chamber that like keeps you anyway an iron lung no it's like the oxygen chamber it's a chamber like todd chrisley sleeps in one i think the oxygen chamber. people they live in though and it's truly they're preserved and people preserve them for them yeah people are charmed because they're hot and i think think that this probably 
Actually, it probably happens across all gender spectrums, but I feel like men can get farther with it yeah. than women. Of course. Just because of the way society the works. But like, and a guy, it's like, you don't even have to be that hot. No. But like, it's just shocking. I'm realizing there's, a, I've dated a few people. I mean, that watch are, Winter House. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've dated a few people who are really hot and then you realize you're like, oh my God, they're so stupid. And then you're like, lol. And then you're like, oh my God, they're like so stupid actually. And then you just have to slowly back away. But they're, but they're literally the talk of the town, the toast of the town. Or they're the toast to those who interact with them where you're, they're like, oh my God, they're so hot. Or they're like tasty. And then they're so funny. And it's like, I, that's are my they f- funny or th- are they actually just so dumb and I you're attracted that. to them that you then think they're funny? No, I, I mean, that's like the entire brand of like hot guys on TikTok. I think that's been my experience of life. Just like observing you know, and it happens with the gays, obviously with the gays. Well, yeah. Like insta gays who are doing like humor like that. Someone said recently, I can't remember who they were like, it's that time of year where insta gays pretend they got tangled up in Christmas lights. And it's like a, a bunch of like shirtless gays like no. tangled up and they're like, who me? But the comments are all like, this is so funny. Because and I think a lot of people are also really dumb. No, but I, I think dumb, dumb attracts dumb. But but you know what? I don't even think that the people commenting are dumb. I think they're like pick me people who are just like, they want to stand out. They're like simping for like that silly non-law. They're just like down. I'm using all these internet, but like they're down bad. People are down bad. Well, it's dark times right now. It is. It's really hard to meet people. It's hard to get your suck and fuck on. Apps are truly the seventh circle of hell, as mm-hmm. previously discussed. It's like, if you don't live in a city like New York, which also is, thank God we left when we did, but like, I was vibing in New York so hard. I was like, you could just meet people here. You can just like walk into someone on the street. You like, can. And you really can. And that's like not the energy LA. I'm craving in LA. You cannot. You well, that's can, not, like, I met Simon at 7-Eleven. But did you know him before that? I'd seen him in, an a, in a meeting. Okay. But like. It's so, possible to. But, so, but you'd already known yeah, of yeah, him. Yeah. That's different than like a true like bumping carts at the grocery store. Yeah. Like a Dean and DeLuca. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like in New York, you could literally like you could walk into a bar. I could walk into a bar, even though I don't drink, have a Shirley Temple, strike up a conversation with an attractive person. And then like. Meet the, the rest love of, of your life. History for your life. And in LA, like. It's limited. No, you're in a car. You're in a car. You're at the dog park. Or you're just but hiding. People are in your fighting apartment. at the dog park. People are weird. You're. I'm hiding in my apartment all the time. From from plague. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a different vibe. So all I'm saying is, if you think someone's blowing you off or being like fucking with you, and you're so furious about it, take a step back. Think have like a montage moment where you think about all the things they've ever said to you. And then I think you'll probably realize that they're just kind of dumb, Mm -hmm. but smart, smart people have done this too. 
Oh yeah. Like smart, but they're like sociopaths. Yeah, they're 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 like. <laughs> so that's the opposite side. Yeah, that's the opposite side. You don't want either one. No. It's like this. That's the spectrum. Either dumb or sociopathic. But like you want regular normal people, you'll meet in the middle, and they won't do these things that yeah. confuse you. It's okay to be. By the way, that ambient going on next door oh yeah they've really been going for it music wise it's a it's a vibe covid's back i'm loving it yeah Yeah. it is a sign of how it's the barometer for like people's seriousness about covid is when they start doing ambient and like i know low grade electronic music i (laughs) i I tweeted today if anyone posts if anyone changes their profile picture to them wearing a mask i will scream (laughs) no we're past that i can't Listen, I you, love you everyone could, to be announcing they have COVID, being like, it got me. Yeah. She got me. I Here's the thing. I can, I yeah, I'm like up to date, but I'm not like a like COVIDista where I'm like wearing a mask and like shaming people anymore. No, that's good. I just, I'm like, glad I, that you I, moved. I, can't, I troll people who are like, but I think there's, okay, this is a th- something I'm seeing. How I see it is the people who are like s- making fun of people or or just constantly announcing how little they care about COVID mm-hmm. are just as annoying to me as the people who are like obsessed with it. Well, yeah, again, it's like the spectrum, but there, but there are be on either end. Yeah. And it's really, it's like, so I think again, like the hot bubble, like being somewhere in the middle is okay. Yeah. You can make fun of everyone on either side, but don't be like, you want to be hot, smart, communicative and normal and respectful, but silly and funny. And with a, with a, ske- I have skepticism over... Yeah. You don't want to buy in too much to one thing or the other, but make up your own mind and do what's feeling right for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I for one, am certainly not a Bidenista, but I'm, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just thinking about my transformative night at the theater last night. You had a true, like, that's, to me, that's also a sign that COVID's back when no one is in the theater. Well... I'm telling you what. (laughs) That was great for you, though. It was great for me. But so, but if they shut down fucking movie theaters again, I'm going to go full. They won't. I'm going to go fucking Juicy Joe on some people. I'm going to go Juicy Joe on the Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. (laughs) I'm going to go, why I ought to. I'm going to sneak in and just start projecting films for myself. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. I love, keep theaters open. I will come. Like mm. last night I went to go see Scary of 61st. Your, the photo you posted, I, I like was crying at it, but I also like, it gave me a little bit of the chills when I saw it. It was, it was like, I was like, oh no, it's happening. Again. It was spooky. I was spooked. So I went, I was driving. Okay. I have to actually share this. I went to Beverly Hills yesterday cause I needed like a festive Christmas shopping energy. Did you go to um la scala no but i because i like didn't time my eating very well and then it got kind of late in the afternoon and i was like i just gotta go and obviously like barney's is closed r.i.p that used to be my christmas safe spot and i was like i'm sure beverly hills will give me like the safe festive feeling i so desperately crave i was like i'm gonna go to neiman's Mm. i've never been to that neiman's before but i was like it felt like luxe and high-end enough to like Mm. satisfy and soothe me Carrie, the energy in Beverly Hills is so cursed right now. Really? It is one of the, it's the darkest energy I've ever experienced. I was just there last week. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but it was 
horrible. Like what? I don't know. Everything to me felt cheap. (laughs) And like, it all just felt like meaningless, like Uh consumerism, but not even like, Like, and obviously consumerism is pretty meaningless to begin with, but like, I love the delusion of it, of being like, oh, I want a nice thing. And like, yeah. And like feeling like lux about it or be, and like everything was haphazard and disorganized. Like fall of Rome vibes. Super fall of Rome. Like it's, and I think it really is being reflected in like, (laughs) shopping experiences or like those large scale department stores are not what they used to be. The vibes are off. It is cursed energy. There was a Santa Claus roaming around. I had a, I had lunch at like a cafe on the third floor because I was like about to faint and I was like, I'll just have a little lunch here next and right to me. There was like some woman coughing and then someone next to me coughed. I was like, I'm going to fucking die in here. (laughs) Then I heard, then I heard like, ding, 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 ding. That's a little like bring out your dad. No, it was crazy. And this woman across from me is, oh my God, look, so cute. Oh my God. So Lisa Barlow. And I was like, what is this? Is there like a Santa just walking around? Sure enough, there was father Christmas walking around in a cape, (laughs) taking photos with people. And I was like, this is, death and this is like mask of the red dog she goes he comes she goes oh my god he's coming over here he's coming over here to like she was also an adult with just a man a male companion like didn't have kids but she was like (laughs) loving it she goes he's coming and then he came and she goes hey how are you pretty busy pretty busy lately and like making a Santa Claus, jo- I was like, "Oh my god, she bitch, was like, like the darling." Chill. Yeah, she was the darling of the Neiman's the, Cafe. She was the number on three. one on, on Santa Claus's list. <laughs> she was, "How's it going? Pretty busy this time of year." And I was like, "You need to write this." No, I was truly. Can you write like an essay about this moment? It was a real moment. I was like, I've got, I have to get out of here. The coughing. The coughing. I was like, everyone in here is going to be dead someday. Like, <laughs> you've got to go. I hustled my little bustle out. And as I was driving down Wilshire, I was like, truly the second I like crossed La Cienega, I felt like a sense of relief. <laughs> yeah. Like Beverly Hills, there's something, maybe it was like the full moon, but the vibes were off. And I've never <laughs> experienced that. I was Father like, I've got to get out of here. I was driving down Wilshire. I like looked to the right at the Lumiere Theater and I saw T10 and the Scarab 61st was playing. I was like, thank fucking God. And then I was like, this is what I have to do tonight. I mean, called. And I truly, the moon called me to that theater where I sat alone and watched this horror movie that shook me to my core. And I was so freaked out afterwards and you were alone and i was alone in the theater i was like i'm gonna get killed in here yeah and i had like horror chills i walked out there were like two employees i was like they probably had to stay for me to watch this movie i was like thank you guys like have a good night they're like this bitch we were staying here so she could pay 15 dollars to see this like we hate our lives they're <laughs> they are now having like the darkness of yeah. beverly hills <laughs> and i just like took to the streets and came home Oof, but is... it, it was so spooky, so full moon energy. That feels very like. But it was the right way. It was. Yeah. It everything is. corrected it itself with that ending because it was the perfect way to see that movie. But the way you're describing Beverly Hills is very like preface to something bad. Yeah. It was like, Carrie, I'm telling you. No, I get it. I was in. But everything I... just looked fake and cheap and bad. Like you would go and sometimes you're like, oh, like. 
I want to get like a festive Christmas ornament or like mm. you walk to you walk by purses and you're like, these look nice. Like no, what if I like, had a purse like this? And then you just see everyone with tons of shopping bags and they're all buying this like cheap, expensive, yeah. fake, stupid shit. And they're like gathering and taking photos. And I was just like, everyone, yeah, we've got to stop. No, Beverly Hills usually has like a yummy feel at Christmas. Cozy. And it's like, yeah, it's 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 obviously corny as hell, but like you you kind of buy into it when you're just like not even buying anything, just walking around. It's yeah, just, you just need to feel safe. But I went to B- Crate and Barrel uh last week and it was raining out and I like had to walk up the stairs to get to the, from the parking room. You know what Crate and Barrel I'm talking about? The one Oh, no, the one at the Grove shut down. But did you go to the one on Beverly? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I kind of got like a weird vibe in there too. The employees were kind of like. No one wants to be there. No. Which I get. Yeah. Like, why would you want, why would you to, want be? to be there? Yeah. Like you obviously ha- need your job, <laughs> but like, I get it. Like I, this sucks. I bought a candle that was ripped. The bo- I didn't realize the box was ripped until after I'd purchased. Hate that. And I was just like. There was a, and then there was a one, there was one box right in front of me at the counter that was like kind of a display, but you could buy it. And I was like, I wonder if I should just ask if I can swap that. But I like didn't have the energy and I knew for some reason I knew it would be complicated for him. Yeah. Because I get it. Yeah. And then I like went and they had fresh masks in like a little box and my mask was like about to snap. So I took one on my way out and I was just like, (sighs) but. I got into the holiday spirit yesterday. I went to Candle Delirium Ugh, and I bought... That is a true mm, safe haven where things cannot go wrong, actually. I bought Nest, a Nest candle. Nice. And sent a f- read the scent diffuser, mm-hmm. Birchwood. Love that. And just it smells yummy in our apartment. I lit it last night, sat on my big couch and just watched Marvel movies. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. I remembered just now that I further darked myself out by going to the Beverly Center after Beverly Hills because I I had to return. I got this mascara at Bloomingdale's for our show in New York because I was like, I need waterproof mascara. But it was really a flop mascara. It didn't come off my eyelashes for days. It just clung. I've been here for days. No, it was truly hell. And I was yeah. like, I have to return this. Like, I don't, I'll just go through. It's yeah. more trouble than it's worth, but I need it like truly out of yeah. my life forever. And that was the nearest Bloomingdale. So, and I was like, I'll just pop in here. I got on the elevator to like, A, that is like the worst place in the world. And like the parking garage is so confusing. And then I got on the elevator to like take me to the floor and there were six people in the elevator and I was like, what, like, we're all going to die anyway. So like, I'm getting in here <laughs> and some woman goes, can you not come in here? Can, can you not? There's too many people. And I just fully like straight stared ahead and, and me and some other guy just blatantly ignored her asking also, bitch, there's six there's people six in people. here. You're, You're going to get it. I have antibodies. I have yeah. had COVID. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to tell me to wait. Did she say anything else? No, she just sighed to her husband and like, Honey, I'm like, bitch, don't take the stairs. Take the stairs, but also there's six people. What? But one more person is going to... 
adds put it your over risk. the edge. You're not social distancing no. from the six other people in this you elevator. You literally give Omicron to like four people. So like if one person has it in there, yeah. you would probably have it. We're all fucking toast, lady. We're toast, honey. We're all gonna die. These variants are just gonna They're keep They're taking on. us for your life. I went to... And I love the just... Everyone ignored her, and I was like, "This is dark, but she's getting camaraderie." She yeah, camaraderie. That's like total Beverly Center energy. Is yeah. like ignore. Just some white lady yelling at you on an elevator. Mm-hmm. I I went to the Beverly Center once. I didn't realize it's you can go in there before it's open. Yeah, you can just mall walk if you want to. And I just like wandered in one morning, and I was like, I I forget what I was doing. I was going somewhere like really early just to grab something, and it was just fully empty, and I was just in there alone, and like. It kind of felt like Dawn of the Dead, like when they're in the, the mall. And I was just like, this is... The, and that was last year, but it felt very... I feel like you came out a different person. I did. Like, and I, and Carrie went in, but Katie came out. Katie. But it's so rare, especially in a city as big as LA, to find yourself alone in any sort of large space. So when you do, it's like extra spooky and special. It was special. I My f- most moment that i felt like spooked and like sexy and alone at a movie was when i saw personal shopper Ooh yeah i i moved to la and i was alone and i didn't really know anyone like i don't think i'd I'd even like potted with you yet and i was it was the first weekend i was there and i or the second weekend and i walked to the sunset five on sunset and crescent heights and saw personal shopper and I was the only one in the theater. And then these two queens came in. These two like older gays came in. And I was like, hap- I just sat anywhere. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think anyone was coming. And I happened to be sitting in one of their seats. No. <laughs> and he went, excuse me, this is our seat. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. And he goes, yeah. And then oh, I went and I went God. to my seat. And then I was like, okay, whatever. And then I looked up, I looked up and he had turned around and was talking. He was... Like he was talking about me and I was like, oh my God, this evil fag, like can't let it go. Of course. But I, but I like loved it, you know, like I was like this bitch. And then I saw the movie and then I walked home and I was like, I just felt really like confident, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause I was like, I took myself to my first movie in LA. I'd moved here. Well, here I am on the sexy sunset, you know, on at nighttime. And I felt, I felt very case to or as much as I can feel like her, but yeah, it can be fun to be somewhere alone. No, it's the best. But I yeah, I mean, hopefully they it. won't shut it down. I would like to see The Matrix and IMAX. Well, I'll be in Florida, so shit's not going to oh, be yeah, shut down fine. there. My mom's like... <laughs> my mom's like... My family's like fully just like living life in yeah. Miami. You simply must at this point. Yeah. I mean, Florida also, they're, like, doing... You can go get, like, mononuclear antibodies treatment, like, yeah. for free, I think, if you want to. And if you want to get that in L.A., you better get in line. You're not going to get oh, it. You the won't, lines are forming already. You can't get it. And then if you want to get it, you have to pay $1,500 to have someone come and do it to you at your house. It's insane. It's sick. The lines are already forming for, like, all the testing. And it's just, like... I keep thinking about Jen Psaki being like, what do you want us to give us free, everyone free tests? It's like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Give me 20. Give me a, give me a month supply. Yeah. It's, it's not I'm cheap. waiting. You know. Or give me a stimulus check. How about that? Yeah. Anyway, that's for another time. Anyways, we won't I wanted get into to, that. I wanted to talk quickly about um, my Marvel journey this weekend. Yeah. What are you? What? I'm not a Marvel person. Like, I've never. But what are you watching? I watched 
Black Widow. How was it? It was fun. Flo, Flo Pew is in it. Yeah. She's awesome. Okay. Rachel Vice. Love her. Scarjo, who I usually am like, hmm. she's great. Yeah, I love her. That's been my favorite one because it's like girl femme power. fatale girl boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. Does the plot make sense? Like, could you yeah. tell me what the plot is of it? If if I asked you to, would you be able to describe um, what the plot no. is? <laughs> well, I love- okay, yeah, I could. It's like two. They're like Russians, Russian agents mm-hmm. who were posing as sisters when they were Do little. Do they have Russian accents? Flo does. <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of good. She's funny. Love. She plays like a hard-nosed Russian vodka drinking Love. Fatale. And it's like an elite death squad from this evil... Uh, what are they called? Shadow department in Russia. And they're all women and they're under mind control. And they're like sleeper agents. Okay. So ScarJo and Flo have to go in and help them, but they haven't seen each other in 20 years. And they have to like break free. Yeah. Well, Flo breaks free and then ScarJo has to like, they have to like rebuild their sisterhood. Love. And then they, Rachel Vice plays the woman who played, who poses their mom. So they have like a family reunion. It's like, and then that guy from Stranger Things who I don't like, David Harbour. Oh, okay. He plays the dad. He annoys me. Um, He's hot though. Yeah, he's fine. I, he's someone that I'm like, get off social media. Mm. But it's good. It's fun. And it's not like, it's not like superhero-y. It's just like action. Okay. Fighting. And then I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I liked that. The first one was yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Chris Pratt, but he's hot as hell in it. He's hot and the movie is funny and Groot is cute. And I like Bradley Cooper's little raccoon guy. I cried, I think, in the first one. Yeah, it's emotional. Zoe Saldana's in it. She always always plays like a creature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then I watched the Avengers where they're all like turning against each other. I don't really care. Yeah, I just don't care. But I like, I don't know. I was just in a, I was in a vibe. I'm trying, I was trying it. To no avail to get Simon to watch Station Eleven. He refuses. Why? He doesn't want to relive pandemic vibes? No, he just like, he watched the trailer and the trailer kind of was a little twee. Yeah, I get that. He doesn't really, he doesn't vibe with like winsome. With like deer antlers and like Christmas lights. Um, He just was like, seems to be, (laughs) (laughs) seems to me to be something about a merry band of travelers, which he does not vibe with. Okay, fair enough. So I respect that, but I've been trying in an annoying way. I've been like, we could watch it. And he's like, yeah, maybe, eventually. <laughs> but he won't. I love So I'm, I'm like having kind of fun. You guys should watch the three Iron Man movies. He doesn't like Iron Man. Why? Gwyneth know. is in it. And I the know. third one is truly one of the best roles she's ever had. She goes full action hero. Peppa Potts. Peppa. Peppa Pig. Peppa. Um. Robert Downey Jr. Robert, he sucks, but Gwyneth is. Yeah, he she an- truly has like action sequences yeah. in the third one. It's incredible. He annoys me so much. Yeah, he sucks. He's the worst. <laughs> He's so smug. Yeah, and he was like traumatizing our queen, SJP. Yeah, but they've squashed their beef. No, I know. But I always They're imagined- happy, I'm happy. Yeah. I've let it go. <laughs> Why don't you do the same? All right, honey. Say a serenity prayer. Get the hell over it. All right. <laughs> Living like, living like God. I am three. Why don't you? 
I am three. Iron Man three. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I think maybe I like DC movies better than Marvel. I don't like any movie. Like I'm not a super like I like the Batman Dark Knight. I am excited to see Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yeah. I watched The Power of the Dog. Oh. And I wish that I had seen it in theaters because it does feel like more of a theater movie than an at home movie. Is it good? It's really good. Is it creepy? It's so creepy. Benedict Cumberbatch is incredible in it. Is that Cody Smith McPhee great? Yeah, he's great too. Kiki. Uh, Kiki, obviously. Will she win an Oscar? I don't know. Her role is not as big as I thought it would be. Like, it's definitely more like Benedict's movie. Mm. Um, but she's so, she's incredible in it. Mm. Um, and he's just such like a horrible, mean, unhappy person. Yeah. And really like does that very well. He's a Marvel guy too. Yeah. I mean. Doctor Strange. Everyone is at this point. Yeah. I was just, every time I saw someone want to show up in one of these movies, I was like, cha-ching. Yeah. I was just like, good, good for them. They're all getting that. Get the money. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? 
That is where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, did you see that blind item? I sent it to you. The Oh, yeah. About the anti-vax actresses that are, like, causing tumult in hollywood right now Mm -hmm. i found out the other one who what tumult is she causing she's not in anything yeah she's like up for best supporting actress oh well at this point isn't everyone just getting covid anyway so well it's really just gonna affect them if they get if they get sick and happen to get really sick but yeah but like kind of at this point i think it's about like the press coverage and the press tour and Oh, like if they get outed and the press is being anti-vax, it's going to Well, hurt. no, just like they're not going to be able to like be around people. Like it's probably, you know, when you're Oscars campaigning, you have to like be out in front of like the press. and. Yeah, but they make everyone wear like they make all the plebeians wear masks anyways. Yeah, but I just loved I was like as soon I as mean, I I heard... think a lot of models and actors aren't 
vaxxed. Yeah, I've heard a lot of models aren't. But I think if, now if you want to be on a TV show, you do have to be vaxxed. But she's not on a TV. These are just movie actors. Yeah. I don't know how they're getting away with it. But like at this point, I really don't. I actually don't give a fuck if you're vaxxed or not. That's on you, <laughs> sweetie. Right? That's on you for your life. I have my booster for on Tuesday. Love that. I've taken a minute. Just because not because I'm not for it. I just like and I I feel like I've started to feel like shame that I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm getting it. Well, good for you. Yeah. I'll be sick as a dog on Christmas Eve probably. But Oh, you're getting it the day before Christmas? I'm getting it Tuesday. Oh. Curse timing. I know. Whatever. Um I don't have to get boosted for five months, the pharmacist said. Well, these antibodies. Look at you with your side. Carrie and I have switched potting positions. Are you into it? I'm into it. I can't do this all the time no. because. Look at the loaf, though. He loves it. No, loaf loves. He gets to go full loaf mode. Mm-hmm. I like a recline position, but I can't do it and lean on my shoulder because that I injured my shoulder pretty bad potting that in that position for like a year and a half, and really? I had to go to physical therapy from podcasting. Oh. So us olds over here. I know. Real Miranda vibes. Eating, falling on her face. Wrist first. (laughs) Um, Anyway, let's talk about these bitches. We're supposed to talk Tampa Bay's. Guys. Guys. We're like, I'm sorry to the the ladies of the show and like the crew, like good on you for putting in all the work. You did that show. The show sucks. It's not. I don't like the show. It's so boring. We shan't be That's returning, even if it does return for a season two, Love and Light to the Bay. I mean, it will, because it's Amazon. Yeah, but we... I mean, it will, because it. it's back in Amazon, as Cuppy would say. Yeah, um, I just... And maybe it's that we had... We watched so much in such a short period of time. Yeah, we're like cramming it in. We're cramming it in to give people the content they crave over the holiday season. But like, I truly was... Well, should I guess we should just intro... I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sixty Six Unique you know, Podcast. Podcast. The, the many, many bays, bays of Tampa. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Sons um, of bitches. Yeah, it's just like it was a flop. It was a real flop of a of a season, and I have nothing. They could have done so many more things, and I understand there's probably like budget issues because it's like a new show. They probably didn't have like the biggest budget, but it is Amazon. Just like for a group of lesbians who I kept questioning, like how close are these people? Because like. I don't think anyone is truly that close in their friend group. Yeah, except like Cuppy and... Cuppy and Summer and Marissa. And like... And Allie and Nellie. And Olivia and... But I... Yeah, I'm just confused. I'm like... It's awkward. The drama isn't feeling... Isn't even good drama. No, it's very awkward. And then it just really depressed me. And Haley really ended up depressing me. And Pride ended up deeply depressing me although i that was kind of it tickled me because i was like that is very pride where you think it's gonna be like 
you, you start out having like the best day and then it ends with everyone just like weird drunk yeah like day drunk hungover day drunk crying and running away (laughs) (laughs) but i have to say like pride aesthetic is my least one of my least favorite aesthetics of all worst i mean we talked about it like it's just so and i love rainbow colors like on any regular day i love a rainbow no but it's like but it's, it's like, like Bank of America rainbow. Yeah. It's not like cute. Mm. No one looks cute on Pride. Not a single soul. And if you think you do, you're actually wrong. No, no one. Like everyone looks beat on Pride. And it's hot. It looked so hot. There's so many people. You have to like you spend the day just moving through crowds. You have to like perch up. And if you're someone who drinks, you just end up just getting so drunk because you're just stationary and drinking. Like, you're like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. And, oh, God. The episode starts with Olivia and Amanda meeting Murph and Haley at the beach. And Olivia and Amanda have slowly become twins. Mm-hmm. Like, they just dress exactly the same. Why does Amanda have a bandage on her arm? I don't know. I, had, I was wondering that, too. I feel like they're like messy together like i feel like they like fall down maybe they're like me i was like wondering because you were darked out by amanda at first but then i was like oh i like her you don't trust it no i don't trust either Too bad we'll never know because we're not gonna ever watch the show again but like amanda (laughs) they're just like on the beach they're like fully in love they basically moved in together already Mm -hmm. after like two weeks which is very stereotype but yeah it's true Olivia is like feeling like things are really on the up and up. She's a little stressed about making money to pay for all her DUI related drama. And then Murph offers to just like give her a bunch of money and Olivia refuses it. I wouldn't want to owe Murph money either. No, Murph is a loan shark. Yeah, she is. <laughs> That's like how she does her money. Yeah. How she, she makes like, her money. She will ask for it back and it won't be pretty. She wants Olivia to like do work on her house. Yeah, then they do another thing which I'm like darked out where she's like, Well, I do have like a lot of stuff in the house that needs work that I could pay you for. And it, I'm just like, Oh, so now you're just like making her an employee. Yeah. And she's like, You can do it naked. <laughs> Ew. I was like, Murph is just also like You fucking CrossFit horn dog. Yeah. She Lips. was getting CrossFit vibes, I think, towards Amanda a little. Yeah. Then they like run into the beach and they're like he 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 he. That's them in the in the ocean. Yeah, they did he he in the ocean. Cuppy and the gr- the other gals go out for some brunch. Well, first Marissa. Marissa needs to wash her car. Oh, I didn't even notice. They go to like a garden store. They've they finally have moved into their home, and Summer talks about how her family's coming. Her mom is Native American, and she has a native american name desert rose so her family's like very steeped in it they're like very proud of it they were i thought this was interesting they were they lived their all their their lives until their grandmother died they thought they were cherokee and then when her grandmother was on her deathbed she said we're suo sue sue and it's because (laughs) suo sorry (laughs) sue the sue because sue were not allowed to get jobs so like they had to pretend they were Cherokee to get be able to work. Damn. I just thought that was like yeah. compelling. Was, and, what a history. Yeah, so then Cuppy Cuppy goes, I invited all the bays. All the bays to bench because I have a little surprise. Mm-hmm. And she goes, What if I got she goes, What if I got a 
Float for pride. Because I talked to someone, I figured some pulled some strings, met them when we were out. She got she got a truck for pride that everyone's gonna hop on. Yeah. But I love her love for it. And She's then a, of course Mel, the uh, queen of pride. That montage of every pride that Mel's 20. ever been to. She's been to twenty prides. She literally was born to go to Pride. Pride goes or Mel goes Pride. Pride. Her name is pride. Mel Old goes Pride Mel. Proud Mel. She goes, Pride is an important day for me. <laughs> I love for her. Yeah, it's the most important day of the year for Mel. Most important. And Did she mind your pride since she was like eight? I get. I think she, she just, was five. No, I think she's like a traveler. She's born at Pride. She was born at Pride. She only she only comes alive for a month every year, and then she goes back into a bottle into of womb. Rainbow Svetka, mm-hmm. where she's like, "I dream of Jeannie," and she lives in there in her little her little <laughs> like harem room, and then she comes out when it's June first. Yeah. <laughs> The number um, one Pride ambassador, Mel. No, I think she just like goes. I think she goes to like Pride Miami, Pride Jacksonville, <laughs> Pride, Pride. You know, Tallahassee Pride, Tallahassee Pride, Palm uh, Beach Pride, Atlanta Pride. You know, Arkansas Pride. Charlotte yeah, any Pride. In, the, in like the tri-state area, <laughs> you can. If there's a Pride, Mel will be there. Just with pasty rainbow pasties on her titties, bikini, little yep. mesh skirt. Mm-hmm. Um. Rainbow flags in each hand. 20 prides. I mean, I've been to like five. I've never been to a pride. Right. I thought you went to one. No, I I walked down the street after holding oh. hands with my girlfriend. <laughs> with your female companion. With my fe- no, with my the girl I was dating. Oh, right, And then right. I felt like, I was like, oh my God. I'm a lesbian. I'm fucking part of the LGBTQ community. And I've really done that. And that, but that's as close as I've gotten to like pride. It just, uh, I don't like a parade. I find them to be They're scary, horrific. The first pride I ever went to in New York, I went, I went to alone and I like was, went to Christopher street and I was like, like, I felt like in the beginning of like some movie and like takes place in the twenties. I was like hopping over people's shoulders to look and I You're saw like Leo in Titanic. Yeah. I, w- I truly, w- I was like hanging on a foot, like, and then with like my Newsies boy, my Newsboy cap on. And then I saw Sandra Lee and uh, Cuomo walking down the street. And Sandra Lee was, because she was the first lady of New York. Mm-hmm. And she was going, thank you, everyone. Happy Pride. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I left. Yeah. I don't care for it. So yeah, they're going to like, sh- all the bays are going to be on the Pride. What they represent, I don't know. Just proud white lesbians. Yeah. And Olivia then, cleans Murph's house. Well, first someone goes, Cuppy, how long are we aiming for with this whole thing? She goes, earliest fuck to latest fuck. <laughs> Great. Um, Summer's family comes. Her mom's name is Debbie. Her, she sounds like Cuppy. Her mom is like tan mom voice vibes. And her brother's name is Bubba. Love. Love that. The Southern fam. Yeah, Olivia is cleaning... Murph's home. And then at the end, Murph just palms her like $2,000. It was kind of nice. It was nice. But this Feels episode like she- made me like Murph a little bit more. Like I understood her more. Her family so, made me like her more. Yeah. And she and Olivia goes, oh, man. Oh, no. And Murph goes, take your girl out. Take your girl out. I was like, okay, that's big Dale energy. Yeah, it was sweet. Olivia claims to be a budgeting queen. I'm like, all right. She should apply that restraint to her drinking. And her 
manic relationship. Yeah. Just thinking. Just a thought. Olivia's like, maybe I can do a lemonade stand. And they're like, mm, maybe like a car wash. Yeah. <laughs> and then Haley's like, ooh, car wash vibes. Sexy. My dream. Yeah. Haley's like born. Where as Mel was born to go to Pride, Haley was born to wash cars in a sexy manner. Yeah. For money. Murph's like, oh, it's like her dream. Oh, my girl washed my car. It's her dream. <laughs> Summer's nanny was a queen and an icon. She was in the Howdy Doody show. Fucking Hollywood mistress. Yeah. This was sweet. She like dons her grandmother's traditional Native American clothing. And then her mom cries and gets a mosh. And then her BFF Kaylee comes over. And I is like, like Kaylee. Yeah, I like Kaylee too. And I um, just was like, oh, this is a sweet family moment. I like meeting the Bay's families. Yeah, me too. Murph's brother is literally Murph. Mm-hmm. And then her dad is kind of iconic. They go to a place called Bowie's. I think her families are all like New Yorkers. And I got the set. I got huge divorce guy energy from her dad. Totally. Um, he looked very Florida. He's extreme Florida. And I love that while Murph was growing up, her dad called her the general ever since she was little. And she is the general. It was kind of cute. They said that when people would tell him how cute Murph and her brothers were when they were little. Murph would go, don't, don't come near my brothers. I love that. Yeah. The general was always watching mm-hmm. and commanding. Haley says everyone judges Murph because of her eyebrows and her glare. And I was like, you're right. They do. They do. They're like, but she's really sweet underneath everything. It was kind of sad. I got the vibe that Murph's family treats Haley like Murph treats her. Just like a little like, I thought that they liked her around or whatever, but I do think that Murph's idea, it's really hard if your parents got divorced. And I think in Murph's situation, it seems like they went through like a really acrimonious divorce. It's hard to be like on board with marriage in a real way after experiencing that. And I think she's in denial about like how that's affected her view of marriage. Cause in this episode, she's like, I don't think it's affected me at all. Like, hasn't changed my opinion. Like, I just don't think a piece of paper. Like, but and I'm like, no, that's because you're a child of divorce. Mm-hmm. Like, just own that. Mm. Meanwhile, Summer's parents, we find out, were not cool with her being gay for a long time. Yeah, but they're in a good place with her now. Yeah, and it's, like I relate. Yeah, who's? I do enjoy hearing about like everyone's kind of up and down journeys with coming out and like navigating that with their families. That's sweet. It's sweet. And I hope that that's changing kind of, I feel like maybe it is where it's just like more accepted. I think there's still, I think it's definitely more accepted, but I think there's still like a lot of people who don't accept it. Yeah. But I mean like way more now accepted than back then. Like it gets better and better. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, it never gets better, but like... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Marissa asked Summer's parents if she can marry Summer, which was really cute. Yeah. And they're immediately like, yes, of course. <laughs> Her dad's just crying. Yeah. Debbie seems a little like... She was staring right into the camera. Debbie goes, hey, right. you, and, you and Summer really look like sisters. And Marissa was like, okay. That's weird. Thanks. Also, they don't. Thanks, Deb. <laughs> 
Murph's mom is from Brooklyn. And she's, she's such a Brooklyn. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she is stunning. She's way prettier than hmm? Murph. She said Murph was the man of the house <laughs> when they got divorced. And she said Murph used to march up and down the block and yell at the neighbors when she was three years old. Classic general behavior. She also used to get on top of her dad's shoulders and just pee on him. Also, again, the general. Yeah. She's a mama's girl. She's, she's I'm a protective personality in general. She's a total mama's girl. Mm-hmm. You th- I would thought maybe she was a daddy's girl, but she's a total mommy's girl. Yeah. Which I, I respect. I love that. Then I was like, okay, I get like, I get where Murph's coming from. But then the next episode made me hate her once again. Her mom looks like Laura Palmer. Yeah, she does. Car wash time. There's a lesbian car wash and everyone's happy. Cuppy's spearheading it with her through her strip club that she works at. Somehow. Oh yeah, and she has a fan. I kind of just started to yeah. fuse out. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's wrap this up. And then at the end, like randomly, we see Nellie and Allie like go like a, to a swamp. And I'm like, I don't. I care. need you guys gone from this show. And then Cuppy invites them to the pride float, and she's like, all right, I gotta go. I gotta go handle some more shit. She's like, please try and stop the drama, please. Yeah, we'll just make this for both of the finals. Yeah. Um, Guys, we thought we were going to record a separate episode, but honestly, this show is try. It's taken it out of both of us. We're both in a state of fugue. We're just like relaxed. Like I didn't shower yet. Me neither. That's it's like big Sunday. for me. I went to Starbucks, got my orders. Coffee still isn't hitting. I did smell poop yesterday, though. So that was like a huge leap forward. Yeah, I'm like pretty sure I'm like I literally I was exposed three times last week. By COVID. You're going to get I mean, everyone, everyone's going to get it and it's going to be fine. I just hope I get it before or after my booster shot. Yeah. I hope you get it post-booster. I mean, I hope you don't get it. But if you do, which you probably will, I hope you get it post-booster. You're going to be fine. No, I'm not, post, I'm not worried. I'm, Laura, I'm not worried I'm going to die from this. Post-booster pre-tour. Pre-Pacific Northwest. I'm not worried that I'm going to like pass from this for people I love. I'm just like, it's just, it's it's more upsetting that we're it back. The only thing that it's bugging me is that we're like back basically like, in this weird state again where it's like things are getting weird again and that there's still so many people who aren't vaccinated who are going to die this winter. And that's like a, just a bummer. Yeah. I just, just wish like it. there I'm were, I wish like someone had built more hospitals in the past two years or something. I mean, they're going to probably have like outdoor <laughs> female hospitals. But Maybe it won't even be that as bad as it is in the past. And everyone, it just feels like everyone's really, f- I don't, I mean. I, I, I read a, I read a thing yesterday by a guy who's like for the Washington Post. He hasn't commented. He's like the premier health journalist there. And he posted what he posted on his Facebook for his family and friends. And I thought it was like very measured. It was just like what to expect in the next month. It's going to be a bad January and then it's going to be fine again. But he said it's going to be. Probably like 500,000 cases a day, which is double than what we had in our peak. Yeah. So. But it's milder at it's least. It's milder. But if you're not vaccinated, that's on you. So. I'm just so ready for it to be over. I've had quite a bit enough. 
We're in junior year of COVID. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Enough is enough. <laughs> I can't promise tomorrow, but I promise tonight. <laughs> tonight. Do, 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 everything. COVID tonight. goes, grab somebody sexy, sexy tell them. Hey, do, 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 just give it i mean give it up just give it up for covid covid really did that covid came back covid came back in a huge way you thought it was over every time you think it's over it's like i'm just beginning (laughs) my friend sean posted on twitter last night (laughs) anthony fauci right now and it was a video of tokyo uh black china's (laughs) mom (laughs) on her show saying get down on my knees get down on your knees right now and suck my <laughs> Fauci's loving COVID. Uh, yeah, he yeah. loves it. He loves it. Oh, he loves it. They all love it. Everyone. They all love it. It's the Washington good. Post loves it. The New York Times loves it. Fox News loves Fox it. Fox News loves it. They all fucking love it. Yeah. Wait, I'm just. <laughs> I feel like everyone, pretty much everyone, has been Stockholm syndrome by COVID now, and they love it and depend on it. Picture. Doctor Anthony Fauci, right this minute. <laughs> Tokyo's out of control. Oh yeah, Tokyo Tony is one of the books. <laughs> Tokyo Tony is like says faggot and is like just out of her mind. I... Everyone on the Zeus Network app is doing Emmy award winning reality show work from Jocelyn's. Cabaret <laughs> yeah. to Tokyo Tony's like dating show, which I think that's what that's from. It's like it's art. Yeah, they're performance artists. They're performance artists. One of my favorite follows on social media is Sister Patterson, aka Tiffany Pollard, aka New York's mother. Mm. She's private, but might accept you if you request. But her, she's so fucking good. Really? Yeah, it's just like incredible. I mean, no one is more iconic than Tiffany Pollard. Yeah. But Sister Patterson is one for the ages. Where does she live? I think she's also in New York. (laughs) She just was like revisiting. This was the time last year in Q4 last year where I just blazed through every single VH1 show, the Mm -hmm. dating show that ever existed. And I Love New York is one of the best things to ever happen to anyone. Also, when she just comes in season two of Flavor Flavor of Love and just wreaks havoc. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She just tells everyone (laughs) off. And she she just like... To that one girl, she's like, why do you talk like that? To Becky Buckwild, who continued just talking like that her entire tenure on VH1 to the point where by the end you were like, actually... She was one of the biggest, like, allies I've ever witnessed on a show like that. Like, so I guess you can actually talk like that if you practice what you preach. Mm. She was a true ally at the was end she? of the day. She really was. I'm not even joking. Mm. Not even yoking. She really did that. I'm on season five of Mob Wives, and it's... <laughs> It is. God, you blaze so hard through shows. It's addict, alcoholic, big alcoholic. (laughs) Uh, Drita is just. Drita. But I know it's a year before Big Ange dies, so I can feel it coming. Like it's. And there's like moments you see where you're like, she's like dabbing her. She's sweating. But 
Renee is out of control and actually a monster and a ghoul. And I'm like, glad she didn't come on her show. Why? What's she doing now? She's no, just on. She is so insane and like mean and like goes after this girl, Natalie, who's like from (laughs) Philly, who's actually kind of great. No, Philly. You know, Jersey and Philly really butt heads. But she. New York and Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. She just. I mean, God, I still, I love her. She's iconic. But yeah. She's like wretched. <laughs> she goes like on and off, which is sad. She's like on and off, like abusing pills. Natalie is? Renee. Oh, Renee did struggle with addiction. But when you know when she's. She's starting. When she's they go starting. To, <laughs> they go to Vegas and she relapses and like goes on a bender and she's like she and Big Ange are on the plane and you see the plane taking off and you hear Big Ange going Renee Renee you, you're having another drink already oh my god and then the, <laughs> by the time they get there Renee's in a full like starting Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde like she's totally possessed in Vegas and she goes after Natalie and it's terrifying Stone. She goes like this to Natalie. She puts her in a headlock <laughs> at, brec- at breakfast. She I goes love like this. It. She goes, she goes, oh, she goes, oh. <laughs> you better stay over there, or I'm, I'm about to kill you. I'm about to, like, she's like, I'm gonna, and then she walks up to her and she goes, I will hold your head underwater. Incredible. Like threatening her with threats. She's like, I will rip each of your limbs off. Like very, and she will, like violent, like. Uh, th- violent world the thing is it's not like a stassi like cute threat no. it's like a real threat like she'll get physical with your ass but natalie this new girl is actually great because she doesn't she's not affected at all <laughs> and you know that steams renee yeah she is very just like it's oh my god it's so great and then karen comes back in season five karen from she took a season off good to be with her daughter. And then she comes back in full. She's fully karen Fully karen And she and Natalie have a brawl that I've never seen on, on the, like, the pier in Jersey City. <laughs> and it's, like, winter daylight. And Natalie's wearing full, like, I, like basically a spaghetti strap. And her huge fake tits are just, like. In full sight. And Big Ange goes, oh my God, I love your outfit. I can't handle it. <laughs> and then Karen lunges at her from across the table. And it takes like 40 people to pull them off each other. It's insane. The way these women brawl, like I mean, a brawl would kill me. No. And put me in hospital for w- like yeah. weeks. When we watch season two and recap it, the brawl that they have in like I think the second episode at Renee's celebration of life party is... I've never seen anything like it on TV. One of them has blood all down their mouth, like vamp, like let the right one in. You've only thrown punches. You've never been in a fight, right? Uh, no, I've been in a fight. Really? I mean, that was like a, that was a fight. Yeah. I got like knocked out. Oh damn. Yeah. I broke, broke my nose, two black eyes. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Excuse me. me. But I've never been in like a brawl with like a stranger. One time I, one time at a sorority formal. It's always the girls that brawl. I'm telling no, you. No, 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 no. This guy, the girl I went with 
told this guy to shut up because he was talking during like senior girl speeches. Don't you dare talk during when the gals are talking at their sorority formal. And he was, I think he was on drugs, like some frat guy. And he had like the look of the devil in his eyes and he got in her face and he was like, I will hit you in the face right now. And he threatened the girl I was with. And I literally took his collar and I was like, are you going to fight a girl right now? Papa. I No, I was just like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And whoa, he goes, that's hot. he was like, this isn't, he's like, this is between me and her. Uh, and I was like, I'll go, you're <laughs> no. not going to punch a girl. What are you going to do? I love this is between me and her. And he's like, you're man. Like, I, what, like expecting you to be like, okay, yeah, go for it. My bad, man. You just yeah. handle it with her. Go punch her. Do what you need to do. But I was like, I was like. He was like, man, this is, he's like, I'm cool. He's like, I got no beef with you, man. And his eyes were like red. And I was just like, I mean, it was fine. That was the only time I've ever been close to like fighting someone. I have never been close to fighting. So I'm like truly. Well, if someone's going to hit one of my girlfriends, I'm I'm going to throw a punch. Yeah. Yeah. But like, aside from like brawling with my siblings as like a young person, but like as an adult have never gotten close to getting like physical. It's scary. But every, almost every weekend that I went out in Chicago and like, if I ended up at like the 4am bars with my friends without fail, there would be a girl fight outside of those bars every single weekend. Girl fights are intense. They, it's clawing. It's ripping hair Punches. out, punching, ripping earrings, grabbing cell phones, smashing them on the ground. Extension. And it would be in a circle of people like egging them on. And I was just like so darked out. Well, there's like probably like, especially with the guys, they probably like get turned on by it in some way. I don't know. It was it's, really bad. It's scary. When people fight, it's really scary. Yeah. It's, it's not, not like, I mean, they do it so casually on Mob Wives. Like they brawl. Yeah, they brawl. They're ready to brawl at the drop of a hat. Like in the season They'll one. They brawl on like a roof. They brawl just like on a casual rooftop. In Midtown. Yeah. And when my favorite part from that brawl was when Karen shouts him across the room, Drita, I'm coming for you, bitch. And then Drita, <laughs> after they've been brawling, and then Drita, you just see her and she goes, she's coming. She's coming. I don't know how Drita survives all these brawls because she's like... She the, loves to fight. Yeah. She is actually like... She kind of tells her kids, like, if you don't know what to do, fight. Like, she's like, settle it with violence. It's easier than words. She, like, literally tells her daughters that. Honestly, she's not necessarily wrong. Like, sometimes men... Like, the way that men squash their drama is by, like, brawling. And then they're, like, over it after that. Yeah. Like, if you just had to fight people to get over whatever beef you're having, I guess, like, maybe that is an effective way of problem solving. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the time I, I was like blackout and like rock bottoming. So yeah. it was like, that's not, no, that's not the same. That's as not like, who I am. It's not the same as like getting so steamed where no. you're just like, we can't find common ground with talking. So now I'm just going to fucking try and punch your guts out until I feel like fine. Yeah. That actually would feel pretty cathartic, I think. I thought one time I was going to get gay bashed in an Uber. Oh, yeah. Like, I was pretty certain he was going to, like, break my face. That was scary. Like, he, like, went, did that to me and, like, turned around. And he was huge. Whoa. And he was like, he's like, I will fight you, faggot. And I was just like, oh, sir. (laughs) Who, me? Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like... 
I don't. I think I could defend myself, but I'm like, I'd be scared. Yeah. I don't want to fight anyone. No, I don't want to fight anyone either. I don't want to get punched. The only time I'll do it is if it's like someone I love about to be like, I don't know. Like, I just love the guy being like, this is between me and her. Like, like, oh, Oh, my bad. (laughs) Sure, I'll I'll back off. Yeah. By all means, take care of your business. Take care of your biz, man. My bad. But I like, why wasn't there really a true brawl on this show? I was expecting there to be like a real Tampa brawl. I don't think that the drama between them is that real. Let's just lightly recap. I don't want to like go through all the... Basically, this episode is the Pride episode and they like... No, this episode is the... We're past the Pride episode. We just did Pride, didn't we? No. Oh, no, we did. This is like the actual We're now in Pride, yeah. I love when Cuppy arrives with her two flanked by her two male gays. Absolutely flanked. Everyone wearing... One outfit truly more hideous than the next. For a whole day. For a whole day. You better you better be sure of that outfit. The only one I liked, outfits I liked, was Shiva's. Yeah. She looked really sexy. She came with two megaphones. She came with two megaphones and then just went topless with like tape over her nips. And I was like, okay, this is great. Mm-hmm. Brianna's corn hair went full cob at Pride. She had like a little like... She had her hat on. She was like... Hair curled to the gods. Queen of the corn. She's queen of the county fair hair. She is in Spensa when they drive by that field and there's the corn mat. There's the scarecrow. scarecrow. It's Brianna. She is a scarecrow come to lifeeth. Mm -hmm. She is scarecrow, the general they call her. The pride scarecrow that they put a little cap on and then she turns into a a girl for one day only. She scares all the homophobes away. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, Haley has to bring her back to the... To the field. The farm field. The swamp. Stick a stick up her poon. <laughs> Put her out in the swamp. Poon. <laughs> Sorry. Stickers. Poon is so gross. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm fucking sorry. She'll have to pull up her. Of a poon on her poon. Poon is so fucking Ew. sick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, whatever. It's You're allowed to say poon. I know, but it's just gross. I'm apo- not apologizing to you as much as the listeners. The ladies. The lady listeners. Yeah. My fellow poon havers. <laughs> my poon sisters. I like a word that freaks me out, even though it's funny to me, is when people, when like British people say arse. You shoved it up me arse. Yeah, like arse. <laughs> Got a... Got a rod shoved up me arse. Like, for some reason, arse is, like, freaky to me. It's not freaky to me, but I love that for you. But, yeah, the float is very anticlimactic. The crowds are... (laughs) There's, like, two people there. Yeah, I love Mel bringing her painting to the bar to unveil it. And it truly was... I mean, it's fine. She's just... Okay. It's not, like, People that are really on the nose about their art. Like, it's, like, there's... There's no like. There's no deeper message to take away or like anything challenging about it. It's just like, oh, I love love, and like two women centrally expressing their love. There's no. There's no point of view. There's no deeper meaning. And and I don't know. I don't like that kind of art, really. No, it's like art that you see at like a chiropractor waiting room, Mm -hmm. which Um, I guess is great for her because she's gonna mural. Yeah, and she's booked and busy, so she's the. What's this? Diego Rivera of, of fucking St. Pete. Yeah. yeah. Um, Murph is very triggered by it, of course. Yeah. Haley's like a little jealous. She's talking too much shit. Yeah, Murph's like, oh, well, 
look at them now they can like put their love on display because that's what they love they love everyone just seeing that they're in a really healthy functioning relationship <laughs> it's like, like yeah and there's nothing wrong with that yeah, yeah i love her talking shit on someone's like beautiful relationship based on mutual respect yeah and not like crossfit fucking on the low mm-hmm. although it looks better than the west hollywood pride yeah it has better energy less have, like methy and drunk energy i love how they're just like they're just done with pride in la they're like not doing it anymore oh yeah because of covid just i think covid just they were like tuckered them out i love, love like truly the way that pride happened in la always was just so relentless it was the kind of thing that i was like this will never stop and then to find out that it's nowhere near as relentless as i assumed it to be is funny mm-hmm. sorry to those who are obsessed with pride but just one less thing that i have to not go to one less thing to cause traffic yeah we, we had to deal with it. camila cabello's you know lip sync shutdowns of traffic and then now we we had to deal with west hollywood i've seen another like cordon-esque gathering on that street corner and driving i go oh fuck floor it i'm literally (laughs) like i will fully tiny gun at them next time if they put me through (laughs) hell like that again terrorism local terrorism but yeah less trafficy things you got to cut pride cut sorry to say this but cut the aids walk that caused a lot of traffic oh my god cut the la marathon yeah just cut all the- just cut everything no more pedestrians just cut cars just have everyone use horse horse drunk carriages i would love having a horse Outside the snow is falling in the valley. Okay. Um, Nellie and Allie You've are... You've really taken things to a place of acapella. We have. You invoked the spirit of fucking Pitch Perfect, and now this podcast will never this be the same. This is a Pitch same. Perfect podcast. I don't want to talk about this. They basically just, like, everyone's, like... Murph Dog and and <laughs> Haley are just like feeling very like betrayed by Nelly and Allie. And they're being standoffish. And then like Nelly Olivia, and Allie... yeah, Nelly and Allie pledge their allegiance to Summer and Marissa for life. <laughs> Amanda comes to Olivia's bar to like chill with her, mm-hmm. and she's just really unremarkable. Yeah, she's like. Olivia's like she's really she knows she's still applying the jobs she can't I'm like how hard does it get to there's lots of bars you can get it like what's taking her so long TikTok mm-hmm. TikTok bitch Amanda um yeah she just seems like kind of lobotomized they both see they're both a little vacant Olivia shit stirs on the float with Murph and Haley she goes I guess Allie and Nellie said they're like not going to be friends with you anymore. And I don't think that they were ever friends to begin with, but they they just just met met. doing this show. So they're actually like, JK, we're going to just be loyal to our friends. And then Haley goes, our drama is our drama. And then they like confront Nellie and Allie. And And Summer watches as Nellie and Allie pledge their allegiance to Marissa and Summer for life. And then Haley ends up like crying and walking home with her, holding her arms while Murph follows her. Yeah. Classic drunk. Classic pride. End of pride. 
Cuppy drive, <sighs> drives chaotically. I like to think she's caused like multi-car pile-ups by like... Totally. I-95 has never been the same since Cuppy got her license. Cuppy takes to the road and the body count just goes fucking <laughs> up. <laughs> you think the COVID body count is high? Try Cuppy's, Cuppy's hit and run. Cuppy's hit and run. Cuppy's hitting and running. You thought Olivia was trouble driving? Wait until Cuppy gets behind the wheel. <laughs> what if Cuppy's like Alien Wernos and like kills men? I would love that in twist. In the swamp. Tampa Bay's needs an Eileen storyline in order mm-hmm. to like sustain because obvious like Florida needs an all Florida needs a new female serial killer. Yeah. Basically, Marissa is gonna ask Summer. She has Shiva and Jordan set up her proposal for some reason. She can't do it. They go to a furniture store called Frickin' Fab. They go to Home Goods. And then Home Goods, and I was like. They dropped probably like seven hundred dollars on the setup tchotchkes to yeah. like set up this beach day, which I was like, I hate mm-hmm. this. It was like windy. It's not cute. She I was hate like freaking fab. She was like useless at setting it up, but it's funny. Yeah, she's like, dude, dude Jordan's hard. like, I don't know why I asked you to do this. Like, this is a huge mistake. She's just like getting drunk. <laughs> I love at the end too. Shiva goes. It was an honor to be invited to this special event, but I decided to go home and congratulate them later. She was done with it. I would be too. I don't want to do labor for someone's engagement. Get engaged on your own fucking watch. Is Marissa a nurse? Yeah. She'd be a good nurse. Yeah. I'd be comforted if she was my nurse. I trust her. She goes, I better be invited to the wedding. And I'm like, that's that's me. That's how I, w- I would be caring. Like, can I come to the wedding? Yeah. Um, Olivia and Amanda go to a petting zoo to DTR. Then like totally down to relation. Define the relationship. Yep. Amanda reminds me of Ruby from Real World. Mm. Hawaii. Oh my God. Right? Ruthie. 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 Oh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Remember when Ruthie... (laughs) I'll never forget. She was like my first chaotically drunk lady on TV that I ever really... Queer lady. Yeah. She her left a lasting ro- impression. Her eyes rolling in the back of her head. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so scary. That house was great. Yeah, it was a prime season. Beth. Beth. Um, Olivia asks Amanda to be her girlfriend. Amanda's like, will you be my girlfriend? And they're like, we're girlfriends now. And it's like, okay, great. And then I came out of nowhere and went, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I want to go to that petting zoo though. Oh, look fun. I've never been to a petting zoo, I don't think. No, I have. Yeah, you definitely have. I have. But I like not as an adult. Zoos. I love them. I love goats. I love I love all sorts of animals. I wanna go to a pig a pig place. Yeah. And snort. I wanna go hang with baby pigs. I've never done that. <sighs> Just give me them. I wanna go have a farm mm. with goats and pigs. Well when chickens. <laughs> as society starts collapsing more, you can really think about it. Yeah. Have that pig run around with actual pigs. Mm-hmm. Basically, Shiva, Jordan FaceTimes Marissa from the scene of the engagement, ground zero. And Jordan and Marissa's like, So what's going on? Like, have you set it up? Like, what's the deal? And Jordan is like really nervous for some reason. She goes, I just need some Xanax and some Libetanol. Libetabol and I'll be fine. What's that? Like a beta blocker? I think she's nervous that people are going to start asking more questions about her fake girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, 
literally have left this season being like, I don't think Jordan's even a lesbian. Yeah. That's my my trutherism is I think Jordan is absolutely straight. Maybe that <laughs> maybe that's her maybe she's like that's why she's so nervous. I think she's, she's, she's trying to hide. I think her. she's straight and she just like found friends and was like, Oh, I'm a lesbian too. Like, but my girlfriend it's long distance. Yeah. She's, so you never have to see her and she never hooks up with anyone she's around. Like, she's so hot and she's a nice pussy she's beautiful and i truly do love her pussy (laughs) i love her big pussy (laughs) i love her beautiful pussy and when i go down on her she comes so hard (laughs) and i'm gonna call her right now she was sick this weekend i want to check on her and they're all i think they all kind of know they all know but they're like you're fine and you'll do like little errands for us so Mm -hmm. we can keep you around she's (laughs) like they're like are you around this weekend and she's like oh I, I would be, but I'm going to go visit my girlfriend. She lives six hours away. We're going to go We're gonna eat each other movies out. Movies and just we can't resist going down on each other. <laughs> so we'll probably do some of that. I love like fake, a fake gay storyline. I really do think yeah. that she's... It's like I, in got the o- that and I was like... It's like in the other two. Yeah. And her like acting when her like, will I or won't I mail this letter to my grandparents? Yeah. Which basically like- said like... Hey, love you guys. Like thinking of you. It never said anything gay. And then she had that conversation totally behind closed doors and then recapped it. Oh my God. But she did say that she was, she did do it on camera with her mom about being gay. I think she's gay. No, I know. I'm but just being th- silly. That would be, that would, but I also want to believe that she's like pretending. They need a character to come out as actually straight. That's that w- just been. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to like pursue this in my head as a plot for her mm-hmm. and that would make it more interesting in season two they do need someone to be like okay i have something to tell you i'm straight i'm actually totally straight and they're all like oh my god you can't hang with us anymore yeah they only you the don't bays only you don't suck puss oh my god i love the idea of her letters being <laughs> a smiley face <laughs> yeah Cram. hey guys miss you <laughs> Me and my girl are going to go to the movies and we're going to go play just, golf. <laughs> yeah, have sex have, all the time. It's hit, just crazy. She goes down on me and I go down on her. Then we're going to get up and go to the... We'll probably fall asleep from... Driving range. Getting so <laughs> exhausted from having so much sex. It's amazing what you can do when you... Yeah, we'll just go up. We'll have to eat a big brunch. When you, It's amazing how hungry you get after just plowing all, each other all night. You guys know what that's like. You know what I mean. I Can just, I get a hell constant. yeah, cuppy? Yeah. Looking at you, cups. Looking at you, cuppy. And um, yeah, I love... Six hours away, though, so I got to probably hit the road. Got to hit the road. And she just goes... It's hard, and, but you do... When you find a girl that you really love, you just... Distance means nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to go... So uh, I'm going to go... Got to get through the tolls. Then she goes and hangs out with all her straight friends. Yeah. That are just like hetero. Yeah. Normal hetero people. Or she hides in her house at her parents' house and like locks herself in her bedroom for the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. And then gets in her car. Photoshopping like pictures of her with like stock footage. Mm -hmm. And then she gets in her car and drives back into town. She's like, oh my God, that trip was... Wow. Oh, I'm just reeling from having the the best weekend of my life with my girl. For my life. (laughs) For my life. Anyway, Summer's mom, Marissa's like game planning with Summer's family and her mom goes, look at her. She's nervous as fuck. She goes, look at her. She's nervous as heck. 
Her mom is like kind of weird. Summer's mom. It's tan mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as this proposal is happening, <laughs> Haley and Murph are celebrating their anniversary and it's For a really loveless dark. anniversary. Murph goes, Happy anniversary, and she hands her like Whole Foods a bouquet from like Whole Foods that have still has the plastic on it. And Haley goes, You know I love roses. She goes, I got you something, and it's like a weird little It's like a tchotchke from, like, like the Hallmark store. Yeah. Murph goes as they sit down, like their dinner small talk was killing me. She, she goes, goes, What are you gonna get? And Haley goes, Probably like a salad or something. She goes, Yeah, yeah, something light. I mean, I'm not too crazy hungry either. And I was like, What a fun date. <laughs> what a great, beautiful way to celebrate six your years. six year union together. She goes, You know, I was doing lots of errands today and then Haley goes, I know I was tracking you on on my phone. And and Murph's like, oh, what do you mean? She's like, I just wanted to see what you were doing. She's like, trying to see, you know, what kind of gift I'm getting for you. Like, maybe next year it'll be, you know, it'll be, I got you a little something. It's kind of a big gift. But, and then Haley goes, what is it? And she hands her a box and it's a pocketbook. It was a YSL purse. Oh, it was but, nice. Mm-mm. But Six years together. Honey, honey, that needed to be a Chanel bag. You went to Neiman's. I know Neiman's has a Chanel section. You need to come correct. You need to drop five to seven K on a purse. Or not just, like, or don't just, get like a fifteen hundred, like two thousand dollar bag. Just you get her come. a ring. Just fucking propose to her. If you're not gonna do a ring, and you need to do something equally as high end, and at that point in the game, it has to be like Chanel, Hermes, like something incredibly expensive yeah. and worthy that someone could pawn or resell if they wanted to. She has anything for my girl. She's, like you know, I like bougie stuff. And, blah, and Haley's like, why? Well, yeah, I don't really care about that stuff. She's like, thanks, though, for the. Purse. Yeah. I was like, this bag, this is the best you can do. And then Murph Brianna? Goes, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, maybe next year it'll be something, something even bigger. And I'm like, a bigger purse. <laughs> Long jump bag. I'm obsessed with Haley getting it. And she goes, wow. Damn. Thoughtful. <laughs> She's like, maybe next year it'll be something bigger. And then Haley's like, hmm, a ring. And then we cut to next year and it's a purse the size of a car. Yeah, it's just a huge purse. And Haley steps into it and Murph carries her away. <laughs> to CrossFit. To CrossFit, where she plows her. But I think as the preview show for the season that we won't be watching, they get married. Yeah. In like a really yucky little patio wedding. Murph. It was like PVC with a PVC pipe. M dog. I'm sorry, but if you have a visible C PVC pipe at your wedding, I don't want that either. Yeah. I want the Chanel. Murph dog. <laughs> Murph diggity dog. Haley's down stop. bad for Murph dog. Yeah, I am not <laughs> a fan. I am not a fan. But Summer and Marissa get proposed engaged, and it's really cute. Lesbians are so funny. They were really funny. Marissa's like crying or she's like being weird and Summer goes you're being weird and Marissa goes I'm just trying to love you <laughs> it's cute yeah. same-sex relationships are really I mean I said that to Simon when we got I said you're being weird no it's hysterical <laughs> it's like a very yeah it was cute I had chills when they got engaged no it was beautiful and then like I have chills their parents come 
His dad's her dad's such a softy. Yeah, he's weeping. Deb's her mom's like, just kind of staring. <sighs> All right, now you're like real sisters. Wrap it up. <laughs> now it's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, Olivia goes over to Haley and Murphs and tells them that she thinks Amanda is the one and she's ready to get married tomorrow. And I was like, Reep, oh my god, I think Reep. that wedding is maybe maybe it is Haley and Amanda's or Olivia Amanda and, and Olivia's. Ooh. Oh, it could be because it is so just like haphazard. Don't you think like Murph and Haley would be M Dog? You never know with M Dog though. She's then Murph makes a series of incredibly disrespectful jokes at Haley's expense. Yeah, where Haley's like, Olivia's like. You better marry her. Like she does everything for you. Like she like cooks and cleans and like. And we're just like, I would pay someone to do that. Could have someone doing that tomorrow. Pay him. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. And he like cries and runs upstairs. She goes, "Fuck off." Olivia goes, "Wait, like, is she really mad? Is she mad?" And then Merce like, I "Gotta go. Gotta, gotta go, go deal f- with my emotional lady." <laughs> She goes, hey, I don't know why you're up here being so sensitive. Like, what? What the fuck? In some shit. In some shit. Like, what? And Haley's like, it's just, like, really disrespectful. Like, you know, like, I care about that. And you say these things. It's, like, so rude. And Murph's like, all right, I'll work on that. She goes, what? She goes, I don't want to give you an ultimatum, but, like, I can't, like, wait forever. She goes, don't wait. And I was like, I'm going to kill you, Brianna. Yeah, she's, like, I think she's actually hates Haley. I don't think she hates her, but I think that she likes having someone around to disrespect. She likes having a hot broad that will do everything for her that she doesn't have to actually like super commit to. And she knows Haley's not going to leave because their lives are so enmeshed with each other. Yeah. It's giving me Schwartz and Maloney vibes. Yeah. And she's like, I almost think she's trying to get her to break up with her. Maybe. I don't like it one bit, and I don't like that YSL purse, no. and I don't like Dairy Joy, that restaurant that Shiva and Jordan go to. Fake lesbian Jordan. Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, everyone gets married, I guess, next season, but you guys, we just can't do it. I can't, but thanks for sticking with us. We tried. <laughs> we tried something new. We tried, to, we tried to support the LGBTQIA community. But we realized... They're better off in the shadows sometimes. <laughs> we need our messy girls from our messy mamas from Staten Island. Yeah, we need the mob wives. We need toxic heterosexuality. I prefer that over like functional milk toast queerness. So guys, tune in, in the new year for season two of the Matriarchs of Mutsadel. Yeah, we're gonna go back to a place of mob wives. So stay tuned. And I hope that you're enjoying this like weird interim time between Christmas and New Year's and stay safe, stay safe. And when we get back also, we'll catch up on Housewives of SLC. I'll be catching up on Vanderpump Rules with some guests and we'll be catching up on just like that. So tour. And then we have a tour coming up. So get Omicron, get over it quickly and then get tickets to the shows. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. What's your New Year's resolution? Do you have any? Do you even do those? I want to work out more. Love that. Exercise. Are you going to come to a Bunda class with me ever? Maybe. I just want to be more like active. Mm-hmm. 
And I want to stop apologizing so much. That's a good one. What about you? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of one. Probably. I want to meditate like every day, but it feels really hard to do. It is. And, but I think it would, I mean, literally every single person I've ever spoken with has been like, you need to meditate. You need to meditate. So maybe this will be the year Mm. after hearing it for 10 plus years that I'll listen. And I want to get, that's good. My other one is I want to get plugged back into my recovery. Love that. So my program. Get active. Get active, become known again. And be a pillar of the community. Just be a member among members. Love that. Anyway, guys, let us know your resolutions. Yeah, drop your resolutions in the comments of the Patreon. I want to know where everyone's head's at. Like, what are you doing to... Thank you all for being so great this year and supporting us. sold out our shows. (laughs) I love all of you. I even love the haters in the Facebook group. Oh, I fucking love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss to you guys. But the ones who may really... The year, may the new year give you the peace you so desperately need. Love that for you. And you, But the, especially the people who really came out to support us at the tours and just have been like really encouraging. Thank you so much. And I, hope I can't wait to meet more a people. whole new gaggle of people. The PNW. And yeah, just, and SF. SF and just hope your families are well and you guys have a good time and be close to your loved ones and stay safe. Bye. Bye.